I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio Show on ESPN 97.5, live at House of Blues, Houston. <laughs> Happy everybody's out here hanging out, uh, having a really good time so far today. Tom Painter, co-host, I'm John Denman, DJ Muskratch, the producer over there. Jason Spars is on the video cameras, doing all the fun stuff. Our music guest this week is Dad Bods. Yeah. Can I get some? I got one. And from Southern Star Brewing Company, Dave Fougeron is hanging out. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You know what's up. (laughs) (laughs) So what's been going on, Dave? Man, um, I just realized, I'm sitting here and I just realized this is, I think this is the first time I've been down, like, out of the north side since COVID. So it feels pretty good. It feels real welcome good. Back. Yeah, yeah welcome, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to reality. Yeah, I forgot how damn far it is <laughs> from Conroe. Conroe's Conroe's a good drive. Yeah, you know, it's not a bad drive, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was better when the world was all shut down because then yeah, I mean, when there was no traffic, driving like crazy. Now it's like, hey, where are all these people come from? Man, I am just happy that things come back to life. Uh, it seems like people are drinking more beer. Uh, I know that people have been coming out to the brewery a lot more now. Uh, it. Uh, this year, starting out at the taproom sales better than they were in 2019. So, um, oh, excellent. So, yeah, we're uh, real happy to see that. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, when uh, you guys did your expansion in the taproom, uh, was that four years? Five years ago. Five years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a big thing because it opened up so much more space for you guys. Yeah, we had the whole brewery move, you know, and moved over. We went from being in that little uh, industrial park to uh, 13 and a half acres. So it was a little bit different with a with a big uh, with a with a big big brew system. Changed brew systems. Changed uh, changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, the facility is massive, and the tap room is huge. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's and then we've we've really been up in our game with the outside beer garden too. We've been investing some money in that and um, getting uh, you know everything tweaked in to where the beer is good outside. We got a uh, a real walk in cooler outside. You know, the bike behind the the bar right there. So it's a uh, you guys clearly had a lot of space because I remember during COVID with all the laws changing like crazy. At one point, you guys put up a video of like, here, just like buy the beer here and just run to the other end of the property. Yeah, the other end of the property was uh, was uh, Southern Star Real Estate, so it's not even the same entity. So we were throwing TABC for a I was like, I'm a loophole master. I love finding loopholes and stuff. So I'm like, oh. Well, the way this reads, we can do this. So we just did it. We, we, yeah, we, we, we were briefly, well, not briefly. We were in the plastic cup sales business for a long time. Plastic yes. sales cups uh, made a lot of breweries a lot of money. Yep. Yeah. That's I mean, true. when we you can charge like four dollars for a plastic cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair price. It's fair price. It's fair price. <laughs> you know, and they can't reuse it because uh, COVID. So that's that was our philosophy. Yeah, yeah it's uh, that's one of the things that. Uh, that, I don't know. There, there's a lot of ridiculousness that happened with COVID, but just the simple fact that that was the thing. Well, I'm glad we're getting over that. I remember yeah, at, we were at Bale Sense, and they had, uh, it was like, 
they had those like different styles of beers, and and it, and it was all like, so what do you want? Do you buy want to buy some Doritos, some Fritos, or some like Lay's? <laughs> and they all corresponded. See a to, lot like, of chip pairings. Certain, I was like, I was like, well, if I buy the Doritos, do I have to get the Doritos? It's like, no, we can sub it for anything. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was just yeah. everyone was trying to figure out the system and how to. Do, yeah, everyone was a master of legislation. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of five dollar fries that was really small that came with a beer. We gave away hot dogs. You just had to serve food. You didn't have to sell it. <laughs> and I don't know. It's really, it's just the whole thing's been crazy. But even, like, even I hear at House of Blues, you know, it's good to have you. We're here hanging out. There's oh, yeah, concerts coming up. There's a lot of things happening. Uh, festivals, announcing festivals all over the place right now. I miss live music. Yes. Yeah, I definitely. really, really miss live music. I've, I've, I haven't, I, would, I think I've been to two shows. You know, since it started. Yeah. Tired of it. <laughs> I like my metal and I like it loud. Need it loud. <laughs> well, it's funny. Every week we've been here has been better than the week before because it's just like so you can just see, you can feel the life coming back. And, and yeah, it's awesome. Because I'm running into people all the time. And it's like, I need to get to a show again. I was like, just go to House of Blues. Yeah. Like, like we're here. I'm getting one every week. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing some live music tonight. Ooh, Dad absolutely. Bod. <laughs> Dad bod. Yeah, it's uh, with all the new, again, like festivals, beer festivals popping up, uh, but all these giant music festivals are, are back. And so that's great. I know. I'm sitting there going, I need to go to Chicago. I need to go to LA. I need to go to. I was looking at that too. I was like, I was going to go to Las Vegas to, for, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like the big metal thing, and it's cool. But then I started tabbing it up, and I was like, man, that's like 1200 bucks, you know, <laughs> before I even really start spending money. So probably not going to go to Psycho Fest. Yeah, I was gonna go to Maryland Death Fest, but same thing. You know, it's just like I don't know. They had a Vegas. They do punk rock bowling, and that's the one that I wanted to go that's to. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Although they, I just saw they announced the lineup for Hell's Heroes here in Houston. So, but that's 2022. But still, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. So They're probably already selling tickets to it and everything, right? Oh, they are. It's crazy. Yeah, and I'm going. I already got my calendar marked. So, gotta support your live music. I don't know. I saw Cypress Hill's coming. So it's like, that's cool. Right, I'll go watch yeah. some Cypress Hill. Yeah, that's cool. It is good to see live music again. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to get back up to the place upstairs, man. Yeah, that's, uh, get I've up seen here. a lot of great shows here. Well, especially I, at breweries, local live music, right? Yeah. I mean, now it's like, I know my emails getting inundated with like, hey, you're booking again? Hey, you're booking again? Hey, you're booking again? I was like, I know. I, have, I say I, say I haven't seen live comes. music. I meant like not at my brewery. <laughs> but it's mostly just, we haven't really had any, we've had a couple bands come through, but mostly it's just been kind of singer-songwriter stuff, just one person. You yeah. know, because the crowds are... You know, you got to kind of build wait, them back. Wait, wait, wait. No, you have Aramite. Well, that too. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we've got that's, some stuff that's coming gonna up. Be, yeah, that's going to be yeah, a pretty good Yeah, and show. that's going to be a really cool show. Uh, yeah, so we've got them coming up, what, a couple weeks? Or next week. Next week? Yeah, next week. Uh, keep, keep track of all that stuff for me. So. Well, you went a whole year without having to keep track of time. So it's kind of hard, it's to, hard really to get start your mind back getting, getting back into it. Yeah, I was like, does it really have to be 9 o'clock when I get to work now? Like, nah. Yeah. Do I really have to put pants on? Never. No. It's time to get back to normal level drinking. <laughs> I don't know about that. I kind of like being able to start drinking at like three. Kind of. <laughs> Are we doing a Zoom call? <laughs> it's an event. That's right. <laughs> Dude, Zoom shotgun. Yeah. I did, I did a lot of those. Yeah. So. Well, it was you know people just reaching out. They're like, hey man, let's hang out. I'm like, all right, cool. So I get on it, and then all of a sudden, next thing, it's just like Kelly's like, what are y'all gonna do? I was like, I don't know, just shoot shit, talk, you know, whatever. Then all of a sudden, it's like whiskey shots, tequila shots. It's like, 
Yeah, that'll happen. I don't know why why that happened. I guess boredom. I've discovered I like whiskey a lot over COVID. Mm. I never used to like whiskey, but then I think I discovered I liked old fashioned, so that's like a really good way of drinking two shots of whiskey real fast. Absolutely. Uh, Man, right across the street, Reserve 101. Those old fashions are pretty tasty. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Not tonight. Not tonight. (laughs) I know what happens when you drink an old fashioned. You drink four old fashions. <laughs> Don't that's make true. promises you can't keep. Yeah, no, and that's eight shots of whiskey. You know, I've been going to this place, and it's literally like right down the street from my house. And my wife was like, man, how much did you have to drink? I was like, I had, like, I don't know. I was there for a long time. I had about six drinks. <laughs> I realized I drank 12 shots of whiskey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, she, had, she had to tell me we had that conversation the next day, I think. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can ever be honest, you know, when, when she asks you, like, how many beers did you have? Three. 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 I like, one. Like one, it, it was one. Yeah, one. If you, I learned the trick. If you don't let your beer go empty and you fill it back up again, that still counts it as still a counts. Beer. So, you just have one or that. two. I've had one or two. Yeah. On a technicality. Yeah. Well, we're drinking some uh, Bombshell Blonde right now. And this beer is, man, I, I, like we were talking earlier, I don't, like, it was, Always a good beer, right? But I just don't remember it tasting as good as it does tonight. Tastes pretty good tonight. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I, like I said over there, I don't really, I get caught up like everybody else in what's new and what we've got new. And, and, and I usually we've been doing these, um, these programs to where every two months we come out with a new beer. So I get, you know, just fall in love with that and drink it because it's like it's going to go away. And then I neglect the, uh, I, I neglect the golden child. Um, the one that keeps the lights on. Right. Yeah, then every once in a while, it's like, well, I haven't had a bombshell in a while. And every time I drink it, I'm like, man, that's good. I should drink it more. So it's, I remember. Yeah. Now I know why I made this. <laughs> yeah. You made it for, you know, pretty much any days sitting around doing anything you want to. Well, that's the thing about that beer. It just fits in anytime. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good anytime beer. It's good. I mean, it used to be a good crossover beer, and I think that's why it's kind of, you know, kind of gone, not really to the wayside by any means, but it's not as popular as it used to be because, you know, flagships get old, and <clears throat> you have to change out. I mean, it's like, I'm sure that you guys talk to people, and they see, I got to thinking about that. I was like, okay, like, take St. Arnold, for example. You know, I started there in 97 when I started doing it, and Amber was their flagship. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, they still make Amber, but not very much of it. Mm. And then... I guess Lawnmower became their flagship, and then Santos became their flagship. They don't even make that anymore. And, you know, and then there was something else, and then Art Car, and, you know, what's, what's next? So it's like, it's, I, I had to realize it's okay to, to phase through flagships. It's okay to let some beers die. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If they die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's why, like, like Spindle Tap, they're not making Boomtown Blonde or Honey Hole anymore, just because, you know, there's more money to be made with other beers. Yeah. So... Well, some people kind of get their niche where they're known for some stuff, like Spindle Tap is. So it's like, you know, you're cranking out a bunch of IPAs and stuff like that, then, you know, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I know for No Label, El Jefe keeps our lights on, and that yep. beer is just steady Eddie. Like, it just kind of, it has its, you know, it, people, people buy it, put it in the stores, it moves. By, I mean, it just keeps yep. on just repeating itself. And, it truly you know, does keep the lights on. I mean, it, that's what it, it, it like... It, but it neither, like, grows that much, but it doesn't decline either. It's just kind of like, it's just like, it's like a turtle. 
The turtle of beers. That's, 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 <laughs> I don't think but, I'd use that as a slogan on a key. But you know, that, that I mean, we do about like four thousand, five thousand barrels, and like that's a good chunk of that. About a thousand, fifteen hundred barrels. It's just El Jefe. Just yeah. like that, that one beer. Just like I think about barrelage stuff like that, especially in a world that we have like now seventy plus breweries in Houston, and some of them, you know, just want to hit that one grand mark. And then I just got this. This looking at El Jefe, and she's and she's just like, just take keep her on going El Jefe. Yep. She keeps the lights on. She's, mm-hmm. she's stable, even though it's like side haze or, you know, hazies, the nipas, the double dry hops, all that stuff. But it's like, like yeah, don't forget about your bombshell blondes and your. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a whole month dedicated flagship February, right? I think that's a cool idea. It that is a very good idea. A great idea, and uh, you know, if you forget your flagships, then the beers go away. You know, that's, uh, I mean, we're, we're having to, uh, you know, we've had to, and we're going to have to in the future, you know, kill brands and it, it is what it is. You know, it's, a, it's the part of the dangers being, you know, a brewery of, you know, we're not huge, but we're not tiny either. So it's, you know, if you can't, if I can't sell 60 barrels of it by the time that it, you know, pretty much gets halfway through its shelf life, yeah. you know, I've got, I've got to move that beer out by the time it's halfway through its shelf life, you know, cause it, it might still be good at the brewery, but I'm not going to ship it to the distributor, and then they're going to ship it to you know a store, and then you guys are going to get it, and then it's not going to be any good anymore, so or not where it should be. So that that kind of dictates to us when we when it's time to 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 kill the beer. Yep. All right, well let's uh, take a quick break, get some refills on these beers. Let's listen to some dad bods, and when we get back. We'll talk more with Dave Fougeron from Southern Star Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages Radio on ESPN. We'll be right back. Texan heart and Australian soul. Local brew, craft beer, full restaurant, wine and cider, private event space located a stone's throw from downtown at 1902 Washington Avenue. What's your choice? Taco Tuesday, surf and turf steak night Wednesday, barbecue Thursday, smoked in house, fish and chips Friday, the best in town, covered patio and kids menu available and up to 15 beers on tap including a range of cores and always new specialties from blondes, sours, IPAs, ambers and porters and stouts. Whatever your choice, we look forward to seeing you. Hey, book your next event at Platypus, platypusbrewing.com. Fresh off the canning line, a true anomaly is Contact Light with four packs available now. A blend of styles, Contact Light takes the best parts of the Saison and the IPA. Voting in Mosaic and Amarillo hops for a spiced-up, hop-forward grapefruit and peach refresher. If you're heading out to watch the Astros, stop by for a beer before the game. True Anomaly is walking distance from all the stadiums, or just hang out in the tap room and watch it. Trivia every Tuesday evening in the tap room starts at 7.30 with badass prizes. Check out the website to book the barrel room for your next event at trueanomalybrewing.com. Hey, Houston. Megaton Brewery is hosting a series of Texas craft rodeo events throughout the month of May. Live music craft beer, and food trucks every weekend, ending with a rodeo-themed market on Sunday, May 23rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Megaton is Kingwood's hometown brewery, located at 808 Russell Palmer Road. 
Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date. See you at Vault 808. Valentin's Brewery is a small but growing family-owned nano brewery in Pearland, Texas, making award-winning beers in all different styles. Always something new to try on tap. Bring the family and the dogs while enjoying the spacious backyard while the new tap room is being built. If you're into the sour stuff, Valentin's is releasing two Berliners, a pear and an apple. These beers are like adult Gatorades. Make the short drive to Valentin's and try some award-winning, very tasty brews. Valentin's.com, V-A-L-L-E-N-S-O-N-S.com. Pages Radio, we're back. Hanging out at House of Blues and the restaurant. Right in front of the voodoo stage. Just got to finish listening to some dad bods. Sound real good, fellas? It's real good. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, you're going to see them like bounce around a bunch of different places. I know they're playing at Megaton like this weekend coming up. Cool. They're going to be playing out there. So if you want to go watch them, go check them out. And then over at Spindle Tap, July 3rd. Oh, gonna be playing out there awesome. as well. So oh, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> wait a them, minute. You need to talk to them after the break. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll probably get, at least get their information. <laughs> and, then, and now it's uncomfortable. Dave Fougeron from Southern Star is our guest. Thanks again for having me. Thank you guys for coming out. And, and, and now we get to, it the, to, uh, to the good stuff. Yeah, so... Uh, the stuff I love the most. Beer. Beer. Yeah. Beer. Beer. I brought yes. some for you. Yes. Well, let's uh, the, the, the crack open some of these cans and you tell us about what we're drinking. Hell yeah. Yeah, so this one's not even out on the market yet. This is called Lemon Pie. We've been ex- really excited about this beer for a long time now. Um, we planned this beer out Ooh. late last year. We said, hey, let's do something, and it kind of evolved to let's do this. And then uh, I, think, I, I think it turned out really well. This is our first kind of true sour that we've made. And um, put a lot into it, put a lot of uh, thought and testing into it, and I'm real happy with the way it turned out. I handed some out earlier, and uh, everybody was kind of digging well, it. Well, it does so. smell like a lemon meringue pie. It tastes that way, too. So it's a, <laughs> it's a cheers. Mm. Cheers, cheers, boys. Cheers. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Yeah, that happens. All right, that tastes like candy. Tastes... Yeah, it's not right. It tastes delicious. That's not right. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys have steadily made a lot of, like, fantastic beers um, since, I mean, how many years now? 14? 14. Yeah. Who's counting? <laughs> I am. It's taking years <laughs> off my life. <laughs> but, you know, we started out as very traditionalists. That's, uh, I mean, I'm... I'm not classically trained as a brewer, but I am a you know, kind of a Germanophile when it comes to, to beers. I, I love traditional German-style beers. This is not one of those beers. Um, turns out that right now nobody cares about traditional-style beers so much, so everybody's making all kinds of stuff. So we figured uh, if we want to stay in business, we get into the game, and um, we did. And have been for a bit now, you know, jumping in with hazy IPAs, and we had Fracker. I don't know if you had that or not, our first uh, true hazy IPA, and it was delicious. Uh, and then, you know, just been doing a lot of different stuff. It's been a lot of fun, and it really pushed the boundaries. Uh, I forgot to tell everybody if you if if you got, if you're lactose intolerant, 
don't drink this, don't drink this. <laughs> or, or a oh, lot that's of it. weird. We just lost a, half the stage. A lot <laughs> of it. Yeah. All right, well, this was a fun segment. <laughs> I'll join you later in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to take the mic with me. Yeah. Wait for some interesting sound effects. Are you kidding me? This is really good. This is it, it is, man. It's very, I mean, as soon as I opened the can, I just had that blast of lemon. I think the sour in this beer, the, the, the lactic acid in this beer plays really, really well with the lemon. And it just makes it very much to where it's just straight lemons. I, yeah, it's, so, I mean, and then there's that backup of meringue and. You know, it makes me want to, like, I could eat a bowl of ceviche right now. I would think that this would really pair well with seafood. That could also be any other day, John. Yeah, I could do that, too. (laughs) I don't know what's different, (laughs) but bowl of ceviche with nothing to drink, probably. It'd be fine. I ate those french fries earlier. I guess I'm starting to get hungry. (laughs) No, this this should be out uh, this weekend. This is Uh, great. Yeah, it's definitely. It's a one-off. I have a feeling that it's going to sell Hopefully it sells so well that we it's, it's perfect for the make it heat. not a one-off yeah. anymore. Oh man, Amy! Even just I mean, we we joke around a lot about like what would be like liquor, adding liquor to to beers. Like rum goes with a bunch of hazy IPAs. No, John, we're never joking. No, wait, wait, this is pretty serious. <laughs> we put rum in your IPAs, hazy IPAs. Yeah. <laughs> have you gone? Have you talked to somebody about that? <laughs> You might have a problem. Why do you have some rum? What kind of uh, what kind of rum do you do? Like aged rum? Uh, man, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. It's usually whenever I'm on a big rum kick, it's because we're somewhere that makes rum, and so that's when we're drinking it. We were just in Maui, and we went through. Uh, yes, it's true. I don't know how many bottles ended up of rum. That's there, awesome. There are certain beer styles where John will be. I, Hey, you know what? Uh, some rum would be good in this. Hey, maybe some gin. But gin in <laughs> this one. Ooh, that might be dangerous. That would be really, yeah. really good. Beer cocktails. This is this is. It's just different uh, that uh, you know the, the different beer than you guys normally make, and man, what's you the, guys nailed ABV it. What's the on this one? Five percent. Five percent. It's very That's different. Very, very different than anything we've ever made before. And uh, couldn't be happier with it, really. I, I, I tasted this. You never know until you taste one off the line. And I tasted one off the line, and I was like, that's delicious. And then I looked down, and half my beer was gone. I was like, oh, well, I better finish this one up so I can have another one. Cause, you know, and then I think I had five beers standing there on the line. <laughs> and then I went home. <laughs> so it's like, Quality control. Yeah, well. Yeah, you have to make sure you're putting out the best product. Right. I didn't have much to do that day. That was good. Yeah, lemon pie. So who would have thunk it? Lemon meringue flavored sour ale with lactose. Yep. It has it has like the back end sweetness. That's not lactose. Yeah. And I think that if we didn't do that, it would be too much. That that lemon would be just overpowering. So Calms I think that back end sweetness really makes that meringue flavor pop. Did you name it before you tried it? Um. No, uh, we had a whole bunch of different names for it. Um, we knew what we were trying to make, and then when we had it, uh, I forgot what that was. Lemon pie was a second name because we had something. I was like, "That's perfect," and then I realized that was the name of something that somebody else in Texas makes. I'm like, "Oh, can't do that." We were originally going to call it Sucker Punch, 
And uh, yeah. was it Three Nations has a sucker punch? So I'm like, well, we can't do that. So what, what is your guy's naming process over there? So, so. Um, somebody comes up with a name, and then I generally tell them that name's taken, that name's taken, that name's taken, uh, and I do that until one comes up that's not taken. I'm like, that name's stupid. Uh, and, well, then, and then we just keep going, keep going, going yeah. keep going. That, that is yes. technically a process. That's the process. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, as a as a as a person that's been through two, well. Two threatened lawsuits for naming uh, rights. Well, three. Um, you get to be uh, a little um, cautious, I guess. Sure. A little more aware. Yeah. Well, especially if you're putting a beer into market, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and it's still dicey because there's just no names left. Whenever when there's, you know, four thousand, five thousand breweries in America, and everybody's making, you know, let's say at least ten beers. You know, a year. That's 50,000 beers. Yeah, so we're no, I mean, we're not in a lawsuit or anything. You just named a beer Kevin's mom. (laughs) I bet there's one. I bet there's there's already one. Yeah, there's probably another one. (laughs) It's it's true. Yeah, but so we have a beer called Hop Solo, right? Which which is great. We've been brewing it for years, like like, almost eight years now. I know that beer. But there's also another brewery that makes Hop Solo called Sierra Nevada. Uh oh. The uh, and uh, small I'm time. Talking, I'm talking to Gus, who used to work at No Label. He's literally worn our hop solo shirt, and then they now and then <laughs> you're like, "Hey, then, Gus, can you not do that?" And then they started while you work at Sarah Nevada. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and I was like, "It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, Gus, do you see it?" And he brought some by the brewery with a big smile on his face. I was like, "Look what we just started making." I was like, "Ugh, I don't even have the, you know, the wallet, the size to even take on." So no, like, because Disney will swoop in and sue both of you. Well, so Sierra Nevada is doing a partnership with Disney. Oh, of course they are. And it came to announce that. That kind of hey, that kind of happened when I was thinking about making an Astros beer, and then somebody else made an Astros beer that they were doing a partnership with them, and then yeah, yeah, that was. I I forgot who that was. That was one of the first CNDs that Spindletab got too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I almost got sued by my own alma mater because I made a twelfth can beer. And uh, Oof. yeah, yeah, that was brutal. Somebody else made one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but I did mine a long time ago, and yep. they were like, you know, cease and desist, and give me all your profits. And I made like a test batch, so I was like, I'll give you eight bucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but you're gonna have to sue me for it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, that, that that ended pretty quickly. Yeah, it's kind of hard to name beers. That, that's a big process that we go through as well, sitting around just just coming up, throwing out names. Uh, and then after you do that, then it's like, all right, let's design a label. And that's a whole nother process. And then you still have to have the liquid inside it, inside the beer. Yeah, the beer has to taste good. So it's, it's, it's not just, the it's label not just the putting name can cans. Only you so far. Right. Yeah. yeah you, you get that initial pop-off label in the name, but ultimately the liquid has to carry you all the way home. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just, uh, it's, it's funny talking to Disney and... Star Wars and other big breweries. Uh, we did a beer for May the 4th called Netrigal. It's the, the Mandalorian beer. And then we realized Southern Tier had done one too. But, uh, you know, <laughs> those are taproom only releases. So you can get away with more of those. Whatevs. Yeah. yeah. So not, yeah, that's only a one time. Not real worry about, you know, come take on a little guy. I'll scream like a little girl and, you know, try for, you know, plead for public sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Promise be, not to ever do it be, again. You know, and the, the whole thing. Yeah, play the little guy. Because I am the little guy. This is good. Yeah, uh, Spindletop <clears throat> had their Pilsner Urkel, 
which was a pretty sweet label. I'm oh, did it have Urkel from the? <laughs> it did have Urkel. <laughs> and and he was like, he was like, check Urkel. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, but Pilsner Urkel did not like that too much. I imagine not. So, and they even in the letter was like, and Disney is probably not going to like that either. That's a nice. Damn lawyers but, but, and stuff. But, you know, they literally only have one thing to defend, though, right? So, like, they're literally like, it's like, what's our brand? Just this. <laughs> well, you know, get ready, world, for proper pills because that's what the, the new name's going to be. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. Until somebody says, nope, we already made that one as well. It's interesting. We got a pills coming out uh, next month as well. Um, it's going to be bombshell pills. So that's uh, um, looking forward to that. We haven't made a pills in a while. The, you guys did, um, man. I remember the green can. What was the the, the pills? Oh gosh, we've had so many different cans. Uh, that I was know. just the, that was just the. Uh, I think it was just the spring pills that we made. No, that wasn't in the green can. I don't know that one. Uh, I guess probably now is like five years ago, four years ago. Yeah, that was the, spring pills. Yeah, Spring Pills. That yeah. was my summer beer. That was a great beer. And we quit making it because nobody was buying it. You know, it's, it, I mean, it was just crazy because, you know, Pills beers go up in popularity and down. So it's like you can't sustain. But, I mean, think about it. It's like the, the, uh, the brewery that shan't be named uh, had, what was theirs called? Not going to help you because I'm not going to say their name. But uh, uh, Z Pills. That was a great Z beer. Pills. And they don't make that anymore either. So yeah. it's, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, St. Arnold makes summer pills, which isn't really even a pills. And that one stuck around. I don't get it. It's yeah. a good beer. It's a good beer. I'm not going to talk smack about them. Spring anyway. pills, summer pills, something else pills. Yeah. Blue pills. Blue pills. <laughs> Red pills. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and get back. Talk more with Dave Fougeron. This is Drink of Ages Radio. You're about to hear some more dad bods. Dad bod. Dad bods. And finish off these lemon pies. These and man, lemon. these lemon pies are just delicious. Yeah, they go down pretty easy. All right, this is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. <laughs> Take some time. 
You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label, and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer trailer bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Tap Room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases. No Label Brewing Company. Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Key T Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key T Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com.
safe in this world And there's nothing sure in this world And there's nothing pure in this world Tom Pandercos, John Denman, got DJ Muskrat over there, and you also have been listening to the Dad Bods. We've been killing it. That last set was amazing. Uh, man, I tell you, it is. I forgot how many songs I liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all just, of those for all sure. Of those, right. All of those. No, it's really good. Uh, but you can catch them at Megaton this weekend. So That's awesome. I will be giving them a call soon, so look at our Instagrams and social medias and stuff. So uh, I don't know how booked up we are, but we're going to slot them in because uh, you guys uh, do stuff right up our alley. That's cool. Dad bod. Dad bod. That's a good decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just a minute ago we were talking Dave and you mentioned that you guys are expanding into a whole nother type of market we are um, we are uh, well we've had our winery license for a while uh, now uh, I'm doing some contract vintnering sort of which is uh, I don't want to get into that right now because it's still not released but uh, I got to thinking that allows us to do wine and I don't know anything about wine but I do know something about mead and so we are opening up a, uh, a small division uh, of, uh, of a meadery. So our meadery is called Skull and Potion Meadery. And we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be rolling out craft mead uh, at first. So the mead is honey wine, but we're going to do, um, the craft mead is a 6 7% alcohol uh, carbonated, usually fruit flavored um, Offering so we've got our regular uh, our, our traditional mead that's just straight honey, and then we've got some other flavors that we're toying around with. So that should be out maybe three or four months from now. Fantastic hitting the market. That's one of the things that like like <clears throat> cider kind of is making some moves right now in Houston again and and around. But mead mead's blowing up, man. Yeah, it really is. It it's is. blowing up. Absolutely blowing blowing up. For it. Yeah, and yeah. and I, I just had my first taste of mead this year. Really, I went to. I finally made it to the Renaissance Festival, which has been eluding me. And then I had some of that King's Mead, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, give me, like, give, give me some of that." And then that, that's super sweet, isn't it? It's super sweet, and it's like uh, apparently it's like fourteen uh, percent. But I didn't know that at the time. I assumed. Five six percent. It's it's mead, right? It's like this. Well, it, and it tastes it, good. It's, it's easy you, you to do drink. You do know that's Viking battle juice, right? That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's friendly. It's mead, sir. Yeah, it's mead, then, sir. Would you like some spot of mead, sir? And right. then you know, I get it in a mug, and then next thing I know, I'm, 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 my people are like, "Would you like turkey meal, Lord?" Yes, I would. I'm riding around. I'm like, I'm having a great time at the Renaissance. 
festival. And then, next thing you know, you got a new suit of armor and a, and a hammer or it was, something. It, it, it was horrible. I, Ready I, to go to battle. We had, uh, we had a buddy's wife, and he t- she took us over to Southern Yankee. And I saw uh, right after, and I was pretty... I was pretty meted out. Oh, I heard about this story. And, they, and, 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 and then I, I went there, and I was like, I should probably get some water. Then I'm drinking the water, and I'm talking to Alex over there. I was like, hey, hey, you cut me off, and you gave me this water? What, like, like, what the hell? That's it. I'm leaving this establishment. And you ordered it? And then later, Alex, was, he, was just, he was just like, hey, man, you know, you, you got, got yourself the water because you were trying to be responsible. And that's me. <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing. <laughs> So we're camping out at Southern Star. Yeah, Isn't yeah, that what we're yeah doing? absolutely. Yeah, so that's, that's that what we're doing. That was my experience with mead, and I'm looking forward to the You're looking for the, the next the, one. The, <laughs> rent, the rent fest that will happen on Southern Star. You have all that acreage. You can pull it off. No, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gunning for the the um, the Renaissance Festival this year. I think we'll have it ready by then. Uh, we're well distributed in the Renaissance Festival. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. We're making it. We're we're doing it kind of you know. Uh, in, in an unconventional way, we're using uh, Kvike yeast right now, and we're having really great success with the Kvike yeast in mead. And that stuff ferments super hot, and it's really clean, and it lends a nice fruity flavor to the mead, and it kind of cuts back on that weird meaty taste that uh, that's a lot of meads have that's kind of honey Band-Aids. Um, you know, it's kind of the mead taste. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it's, it's really it's, – it makes a really nice drink. Wow, and it handles the ABV that high. Um, like our, our well, for regular, yours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Even, even we made a 14% one, and it was beautiful. Wow. It was really, really pretty. That so was, you, uh, you, you have toyed with those waters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been, we've been messing around with them. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we're you, thinking about well, – I'm not going to give away too much. We'll see what happens. We're, we're, we're thinking about some – I'll tell you off of the podcast, but we're thinking Perfect. about doing some very interesting things with, uh, with the mead. Okay. That's mm. exciting stuff. Like a braggot? Um, we kind of, I've already made some, some brackets, some test batches of that. Uh, we've actually released some of those at the brewery just as test batches. We can legally make that as a brewery. Right. Um, but just doing some weird things to, 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 weird, to old beverages that haven't been done yet. So just tinkering around. I mean, we're in the spirit to tinker around. I just made a beer that tastes like lemon meringue pie. So, uh, uh, you know, once you get rolling, you, know, you get on a roll and you don't stop. Yeah, meads. I, I like mead. I think it's really good. And but some of them get really thick. And most of ours are bone dry. Yeah, and so when, especially and then you add the carbonation. Yeah. To it, makes it way too easy to drink. Yeah. No, it really does. It's good stuff. Yeah. I was like, uh, our fourteen percent one was kind of semi sweet, but it was. I don't really like that real thick stuff. That's uh, although some people will. We'll probably end up making one of those too. But. Uh, uh, and we're really blessed. I thought, okay, we're going to be the first meadery, you know, in the area. And then I realized there's another one in Conroe already uh, called The Firm, and it's really good. So, <laughs> But they're little bitty. Conroe, uh, Conroe is, I don't know, is it like the fastest growing city in America right now? It was two years, uh, not in a row. It was two years, uh, not back-to-back, but like one year and then another year. It was a pretty impressive feat. Conroe's, uh, I mean, it's really, it's really Houston. It's still got its own little city, but... When the freeway's ten lanes wide, you're Houston. <laughs> it's like you know, it's uh, That's it's true. yeah. I mean, you got like this major thoroughfare, yeah. and it, there's buildings from here to there. It's not like there's like a. It's gap. all connected. Well, it's. I mean, it's like Jer- I mean, Jersey Village teams. is Houston. Yes. You know, and at one point in time, <laughs> the Heights wasn't Houston, but you know, but it, you know, so 
It is, but Conroe's, um, it's neat. It's kind of retained some of its smaller town um, uh, connectivity, and it's super business friendly. The people that are running the city right now are all about pushing, um, you know, culinary, just period. So there are soon to be four breweries in Conroe, a meadery, two wineries, and a distillery in Conroe. Uh, pretty good afternoon, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, and they also kept like the whole little downtown area exactly like it's been yeah. probably for the last 250 years. Yeah. I mean, it's 100 years old. I think I think Conroe was in, founded in 1904, but uh, yeah. it, it, but it is. It's like... It is, but um, it's great bricks. And I mean, the, it's a, the meadery it's is nice in there. One of yeah. the new breweries that's going in there is in, in there. Uh, Blue Epiphany Winery just opened up a wine, you know, tasting uh, kind of a wine hall, if you will, uh, in downtown Conroe. They have some great little bars there. They've got great restaurants there, too. So downtown Conroe is super cool. I haven't been to Red Brick Tavern in a long time, but that, that used to be like a normal it's, stop. It's still just as good as it used to be. Yeah. It's a great place. Good live music, hopefully once again. No, they've been doing it. They've been doing live music. Um, they have been... Uh, uh, I mean, th- that was our first... Uh, we had a pint night there. It's the first pint night that I've done in... God, I can't remember when. So, and that was a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's so, awesome. Pine Nights stuff. are fun. And, yeah, Pine Nights are fun. Uh, I miss them. We, we had some people running You get tired there. of them, but then when they're gone, you're like, oh, I want to oh, do Pine Nights no, again. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> fun. There was, there was a guy that started with us uh, named Boris doing some sales for us, and he was running around the brewery today, and he was just like, hey, I need a bunch of tentacles. I need a bunch of what? I was like, what? We aren't just giving stuff away. We aren't a charity. It was like, it's for a Pine Night at, at, at Thistle. And I was like, Oh wait, these are happening again. Yep, they oh, are. And then take the take it off. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and uh, and it's awesome because bingos, pie nights, those are all those things that were real. These great gateways to like the community that happened at these bars and the things that really tied the the breweries even closer to just yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's you know? what I'm so into about Conroe is the community. It's like I was talking to the guy Van, the guy that runs. Uh, um, um, the distillery, Bartlett Distillery in Conroe, and we were sitting and we were actually sitting uh, at the meadery talking to that guy, and we thought, wouldn't it be awesome just to have like a Conroe alcohol makers social once a month where we just get together at somebody else's place and just have drinks and talk? As and long as I'm invited. That sounded like a hell of an idea to me. <laughs> so me it's in. like, because Van can whip up some wicked cocktails in this place. Oh, I They're bet. Good. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Conroe. Kind of like my dad lived in Conroe for a long time when I was growing up, right? It was it was a small town, but it was fun. Oh, it used to be so Podunk, many, you know. It was yeah. like there wasn't much there. It was dry, you know. Like the the east side of the forty five was dry, and the west side was damp. I guess is the way you say. You have to like. Go. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me rephrase that. Cut and shoot. Cut and shoot. Now cut and cut, shoot, Texas. Cut and shoot. I don't think it's ever been. It's, it's, lo- it's largely lawless and cut yeah, and shoot. I think it it's is called cut and shoot. Yes, that's where my. That's where. You were out there. We used to go. <laughs> well, it sounds like Conroe used to be dry, but now it's getting very, very wet. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, it's like we just got a Margaritaville out there. It's insane. Oh, that's oh, right. right. So it's um, it, it's just super crazy how fast the area is growing. It's super annoying too because traffic's just a bear. I mean, well, it's like a plus in the con, right? It is. You're yeah. like, no, these customers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm yeah. trying to get to work. <laughs> trying to get to well, work. So get out of my way, else. customers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like to, the, it's like the brewery's going to be slammed today. Oh, I mean, it's going to be so hard to move around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's... <laughs> Yeah, but again, it's been it's been really uh, it's been really nice. It's been really nice to see everything opening, um, you know, back up and people getting out and um, getting back out doing the good places like this. You know, people dining and and having some beers and conversing with each other and having a good time again. Well, it's been a central theme among all the breweries that have been here, but like just everyone's ready, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And I man, I so hope that it's like the Roaring Twenties. I yeah, mean, again, it, it seems like I think t- like this year into next year is just going to be like hold on to your butts, yeah, because people are ready to go. Everybody's got some government. I mean, cash it was, in their it was and yeah. ready to rock and roll. Everything we did was happened was unprecedented. Every brewery that came came out on the other side was doing st- like like you guys were doing all these extra marketing initiatives to kind of we were like, doing all kinds of weird stuff. And really, it's our taproom that kept us alive, uh, you know, during during the whole thing too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's beer to go. And look, I got to give uh, I got to give some credit where credit's due. I mean, our governing agency, uh, the TABC, has really stepped up to the plate and helped. You know, with trying to keep businesses alive. And that would have never happened three years ago when the different administration it, was there. It, it, it turned around uh, within a couple months after they realized that all, all their ta- all of our tax dollars funded them. Well, but it was before <laughs> then. It was They had a different administration in place, you yeah. know. So, I mean, it's probably not the most interesting thing in the world, but um, their administration, a lot of them, they got in trouble and they got fired, and then they brought military guys in. So now the head of the TABC is a general, or a, a retired general, and... The guy's like super pro business. I went to a stakeholders meeting with them when they first happened. I was like, I was sitting with Chip McElroy, and you know how he is. And I was sitting there looking at him, and I was, we were looking at each other like, are we hearing this right? Because they were like, you know, before it was, if it's not allowed, you can't do it. And he said, from now on, it's going to be, if it's not prohibitive, you can do it. Well, and I was like, holy crap, that's completely different. And they really showed their mettle during the coronavirus with saying, okay, you know what? You know, drinks to go are fine. They certainly um, worked with us, and and you could, I mean, they were literally kind of pointing out like, here's what is legal. Yeah. Here's where. And they were you know, working on the fly. They didn't know. They were having to make stuff up as they went along because usually all those things change during a legislative session, and then now they were just coming from like dictates, and and but it, it worked out. It yeah. worked out well, they, so they, I never thought I would say this, but thank you, TABC. They, they were definitely <laughs> on our side like, yeah. during, the, yeah. during that whole debate. I mean, it felt like it. I mean, yeah. it, like, no, really, because well, it, were. it went from it they went were. from like, hey, you're doing something wrong to, hey, let's make let's you, figure out how to do it right. Figure out how to do it right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and it's so attitude. refreshing. And I think that that as a whole is going to make the whole alcohol industry and bar industry, you know, manufacturing flourish in the state of Texas. For years to come, yeah, just to have that perspective so. I mean, there's, change. There's I mean, I think it's a good thing, man. People trying to disband the TABC right now, so I mean, they, they probably need to start working with yeah everybody uh, that, a lot easier. That shouldn't, you know, it's funny they started trying to do that before, and even the Texas Crappers go was like, whoa, 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 don't disband the TABC. Yeah. You can't do that. You have to have a regulatory agency, or it'd be the Wild West again. Well, it's like everything's yeah. to the and TCB everything now would be and uh, every, everything would be owned by Carbach by that. <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> ABMF. ABMF, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Under the Carbock moniker. Dave, man, it's always fun hanging out with you. Man, I'm, I'm, really, I'm so stoked that I got to come down here and do this. Um, this has been a while. It's been a while since I've got out of my little hidey hole up north. 
And uh, it's been a long time since we've sat down and talked and had a beer together. It it's has. been very good. Yep. Good as well. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Cheers. thanks so much for having us. Thank all you guys out there for coming out. Um, thanks, thank Dad Bod for coming out and, and performing. I know you usually get the thank yous in, but I'm doing I'm stealing your show, John. Just keep going. No, I'm uh, good. Just go I'm and done. shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> No, but for real, uh, it's been great hanging out with you, man. Let's go kick back over here, drink Good. some beers, listen to some more dad bods. Yep, check out our podcast. I'm going to do a shameless plug. Check out our podcast. It's SSPC at SSBC. We've got a podcast. We are about to release number 50, which is uh, means we're halfway to knowing sort of what we're doing. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't even know what number I'm on. I still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, like well, I, I, I pretty much says that. But uh, we discuss some interesting things. If, if you if you listen back a little bit, you'll hear me call the governor a expletive tyrant a couple of times. Um, thank you. He changed his course a little bit, but uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's entertaining. I may have said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, right? I think so. I think we're all on the same page. Matthew McConaughey for governor. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Is that, is that the right. plan? It's like, Texas is a lot like a, a flat I surface like. on the. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks. No, man, I appreciate everybody coming and hanging out here at House of Blues. Uh, thank you very much. Dad bods, killing it. Yep. We're going to listen to them play some more music. And, uh, man, next week, what are we doing next week? I don't even remember. I'll have to talk about this in another time. They, um, we'll be back here on Tuesdays. Music, and there will be a brewery. Yeah, we'll be here Tuesday <laughs> at House of Blues for uh, next week's show. Come by, hang out with us, man. And you can listen to any of the old shows. You can watch the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company, SoundCloud, Amazon, Audible, Apple, all, the all things, these ways. All the things. Huh? Yeah, I mean, there's so many of them now. But, but subscribe to our channel on YouTube and watch this show happen. Yeah. It's a good time. Especially now, because we've got some special stuff we're about to drop on our Facebook page and YouTube. So now is a great time. It is a great time. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Everybody be safe. Talk to everyone next week.